1: And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick. It's your Friday, May 7th edition, 14-game slate on tap for you all tonight. Hope everybody had a great Thursday. A lot of day action, more green screens in the Slack chat, lots of fun, great chatter, baseball chatter. You know, I got NASCAR coming up this weekend. You got uh, golf still going in full force, all kinds of good stuff. So go check all that out. If you'd like to get into the Slack chat, just hit me up on Twitter at BDNTrick. Give me your email. We'll take care of you. If you want to get my written DFS content, go to rotoballer.com and check out the video of the podcast at the Rotoballer YouTube channel. If you can uh, give a five-star rating and review on iTunes for MLB DFS quick hits, I'd much appreciate it. If you're a season-long fantasy baseball player, two episodes of Bench with Bubba this week, episode 367, Bubba and the Batflip episode 82 with uh, the week five fab review with myself and Toby, Batflip Crazy, and also Bench with Bubba episode 368 with Steve Gardner of USA Today. Going over some hot and cold hitters for the month of April and what we expect going forward. There's so a lot of great stuff over there at Bench at Bo if you're looking for some season-long fantasy baseball goodness. But you're here for Friday MLB DFS action. Again, 14 games on slate. Let's just break it all down for you. The totals on this 14-game slate, Red Sox-Orioles total of 9, Nationals-Yankees 9, D-backs-Mets 7.5, Reds-Indians 8.5, Brewers-Marlins seven. Twins, Tigers, nine. Phillies, Braves, eight and a half. Mariners, Rangers, nine. White Sox, Royals, eight and a half. Blue Jays, Astros, nine. Rockies, Cardinals, seven and a half. Dodgers, Angels, eight and a half. Rays, A's, eight. And Padres, Giants, seven. So about four or five games of nine or more, which is good to see. We got some weather to pay attention to. Boston and Baltimore just looks flat out nasty. So keep an eye on that one. I'm seeing like anywhere from 60 to 80% chances of rain pretty much all day long. So watch that one very, very closely. Washington and the New York Yankees, wind blowing in from right field about 11 miles an hour. We'll see how much of a factor that is. Minnesota at Detroit, it's uh, about 30% chances of rain close to game time, but then dies off as the evening goes. Cincinnati-Cleveland about 20% chances at game time, and it just gets more and more as the game goes on. And Arizona at the Mets, blowing out the wind blowing out to left field about 11 miles an hour. So keep an eye on all this stuff. It could change as I'm recording almost at 10.30 Pacific time on Thursday night so see how your Friday changes take place. But for now, that's where we stand, and let's get at the pitching on this. So you have two guys over 10K, Snell at 10-2, Rodon at 10,000. We'll just continue passing on Blake Snell. as uh, He's going five, maybe five and a third every start. He's faced the Giants already twice this year. He's been decent, but still a lot of walks, giving up some runs and home runs. He's gotten you basically 20 DK points. You want more than that at 10-2. But we'll go Rodon at 10,000 at the Kansas City Royals. I like the Kansas City Royals bats if you want to have a contrarian stack in this one. No problem at all with that one either. But um, Rodon's been pretty, pretty, pretty good this year. He's got at least five innings in every start. His last year was the first start he's given up any runs. He obviously had that no no on the 14th. He's gotten you 24 and a half or more DK points in all three starts this season. Really good stuff there. He's facing a Royals team that when they face left handed pitching, they are. Where are the Royals? Oh, they're, they're only striking out 18% of the time versus lefties. That's big. 242 average, 141. ISO 92 WRC plus a so decent average okay power not great little below average overall as an offense but not striking out at all putting the ball in play they're swinging it well so keep that in mind with Rodon he's not my favorite play on this slate he's a good pay-up spot if you want to go there but not my top spot my top pay-up spot is Jack Flaherty at 94 and for regular listeners of the show that tells you where we stand because I'm usually not an all-in on Flaherty guy but I've been playing him quite a bit this year when his price dictates it at 9400 bucks at home against the road Rockies. That dictates it brings a 3-4-1 ERA into place, 5-0 on the season. And you know, usually fantasy players go, oh, I'll win. stats are a joke. Well, DFS, that's extra, that's four extra points every start. So that uh, that's a total of 20 extra points on the season right there from Jack Flaherty. That's pretty, pretty good as well. Uh, he's got six or more innings pitched and in four or five starts this year. He's given up three grand runs or less than every start, two runs or less in four or five starts. He's only given up one home run on the entire season of four or five of his last starts. He's only got one home run on the entire in four, He's only got one home run in his last five starts. His first start of the year was a blow up, But he's been locked in ever since. And since that blowup, it's 19 or more DK points. 22 or more in four of five. He's been very, very good. The strikeouts have been there uh, five or more in every start, six or more in four or five. Good ground ball ratios. Love flairity in this matchup. You get the Road Rockies who are coming out of Co- Coors Field, which always takes a couple of days to get acclimated to, which is great to look at and target. There are also a team... That against right-handed pitching, they strike out 24% of the time, 243 average, 171 ISO. Since it is Colorado, we'll go a little deeper on this one. Give me right-handed pitchers on the road with Colorado, and we increase things just a bit here. That is not the right stat. Um, there we go. Um, nope, nope, Bubba. You did the wrong thing. There you go. Right handed pitcher away. Colorado striking out 25% of the time versus Friday's two thirty average. .097 ISO and a seventy seven WRC plus, so that power disappears on the road for Colorado. So something to definitely keep in mind there. Flaherty at ninety four, we are all aboard that one. Going a little cheaper, Zach Gallon at eighty nine hundred bucks against the Mets. You can go that route. We talked about how bad the Mets offense is, very very bad. Gallon brings a good floor, not often a good ceiling. So that's something to keep in mind when you're looking at Gallon. But the floor is very very attractive in this matchup versus the Mets. Matt's team talking about 23% of the timers right handed pitching. So I don't mind Gallon 89. Not in love with it though, because you got Flaherty at 94. And then you got Tyler Rogers at 8,800 bucks. He's like 10K on Fandle, a little more difficult to go for it on Fandle. But I said full on Fandle. But on DK at 8,800 bucks, Flaherty Rogers for now looks to be my cash game combo. He's been great. He had his first real hiccup, his last about five innings, three earned. Only got you twelve and a half points. Prior to that, twenty seven nine thirty two eight seventeen one thirty 13.4. So he just brings a floor of like thirteen plus points with legit thirty plus point upside. The dude's electric. Strikes out a ton of batters. He's in pitcher friendly Miami tonight. He's facing the Milwaukee Brewers, a team that's dreadful, striking out just under thirty percent of the time. Versus lefties with a um, with a one eighty eight ISO and a one twenty one. So they have the, they have the power versus lefties, but a lot of strikeouts. So I like Rogers quite a bit in this matchup at home. At 8,800 bucks versus the Milwaukee Brewers. So I'll be all aboard that one. A few others here. Jamison Tyon's intriguing in his matchup against the Washington Nationals, a struggling offense. Remember, Juan Soto will be back DHing in this one because he can't play the field yet, but he can DH. So you got Soto back, but Tyon at 83 is not too shabby. Anthony D. 7,600 bucks at home against the San Diego Padres. Disco's been great. He has faced San Diego six innings, three hits, three earned, three uh, Ks for 10.5 points, but he's faced them. I think he had one other start. Yeah, he's faced him earlier this year. Got you thirteen point one. He's 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 hit and miss, but he's got you know a forty five pointer against Colorado, a seventeen against Miami, a twenty nine versus. So. He's dominated Colorado twice. San Diego has been me- mediocre, but this is a Padres team that's gotten worse and worse as the season's gone on. They're struggling tremendously. You're playing in San Francisco tomorrow night, which is also a plus. San Diego's now striking out over twenty four percent of the time. Versus right-handed pitching with an 81 WRC plus. That's a San Diego Padres, a very ex- what we thought would be explosive offense, struggling a ton. So disco at 76, I like, and then two sub 7K guys you got faulty against a Seattle offense that has been pretty pretty quiet as well. Striking out, Seattle striking out over 30 percent of the time, um, 30.4 percent of the time, versus right-handed pitching, 186 average, 175 ISO, 84 WRC plus. Fulte's got working on the walks. If he continues to not walk too many guys, he'll be very, very productive. The Velo's up. Um, so the Fulty with that strikeout upside, very, very nice play at 6800 bucks. Yes, I'm recommending Flaherty and Fulton Evich on the same podcast. This is uh, this is where we're at on the Friday. And then the last guy, Austin Gomber, 62 Buyer beware, but 6200 bucks revenge narrative, going up against the uh, St. Louis team, which I kind of like a St. Louis stack, but they also strike out over 24% of the time versus left-handed pitching. 225 average, 168 ISO, 89 WRC plus. So below average overall offense for his left-handed pitching. Gomber, as long as he's not walking, guys, is very, very effective. And he's been outstanding on the road outside of the one start against the Giants. So he's not a bad cheapie as well. So recapping my pitching, Rodon's up top, not too shabby, but my top pay-up spot is Flaherty at 94. I like um, Zach Gallon as a potential cash play, but for me it's Flaherty. And Rogers are my top two options. It'll be my cash pairing, GPP pairing. I like it a lot. Rogers at 88 is very, very attractive. Um, I will say please on Fandle at 76 is a very nice tournament play. I think he's got the quality startup side and more, so I don't mind it there, but I won't play him so much on DK at 84. Uh, Disco at 76. Um, you got uh, faulty at 68 and Gombert at 62. So those are your cheap options to go with Flaherty and Rogers up top and maybe some Rodon. If you're feeling frisky, all right, let's check out the bats on this 14-game slate. We'll start at the catcher's position for you. You got Mitch Garver at 52 versus Scubel. If you're stacking Minnesota, go for it. Don't hate that at all. Wouldn't mind if Posey's in the lineup. He's 48 versus Snell. It would be a good contrarian play. Um, cheaper plays. Christian Vasquez at 44 versus Harvey is very, very nice. Just hope that game plays. That's that's the bummer in that one. Uh, going down cheaper, though, our buddy um Higoshioka is 3,600 versus Corbin. That's a very nice value in his matchup. William Contreras is up to 35, so his price tag is starting to rise. Still a good spot there against Zach Eflin. I'd rather have Higgy at 36 versus Corbin. I got Jan Gomes at 35, not a bad value either. Um, a few other ones down here. Victor Caratini at 32 could be a nice value versus Disco. Tom Murphy against Fulty If you're not using Fulty. Murphy at 31 GPP only, but it's in play. I'd rather probably go uh, Kisner. At 28 versus Gomber, that's probably a good cash game value against Gomber at 6,800 bucks. Probably where I'll be going unless I see some other differences in lineups as they come up. Maybe Janny Jansen, get him super cheap versus Kitty or something like that. First base position, you can always give Freeman a look. He's been struggling tremendously, but you can go that way. If you want, Muncie's all or nothing. He's 5,300 bucks. Hit a lot of home runs of late, though. So you can go those routes if you want, or you can save some cash. Like Jesus Aguilar's with a 5,100 hundo. Great spot versus Suter and that uh, Milwaukee bullpen. So not the worst thing in the world there. Vladito's always in play at 51. Um, the White Sox are going to be very, very strong against Brad Keller. And Yermen Mercedes at 48. Like you can pay up to 52 for Abreu, or you can have Yermen Mercedes for 48. I think I'll go the Mercedes route, save some cash. Uh, yeah, Carlos Santana's not bad, but I'll take the Mercedes at 48. Um, you go to Eric Hosmer at 42 if you want, Ty France. But honestly, Nate Lowe at 42 versus Flexen, very, very good value in his matchup, as all he does is continue to hit. So that's good to see. Uh, um, what's his name? Christian Walker is back for the D backs off the IL. He's had two games since coming off the IL. He's two for nine in those two games. Slowly getting it going. So keep him in mind. But 3800 bucks versus Peterson of the Mets. That's not a bad look to in that one. A uh, few cheaper options. Josh Bell's thirty six hundred bucks slowly getting it going, so could be a nice chance to uh, attack. Tie on in hitter friendly Yankee Stadium. Josh Bell at thirty six is a guy you can take a peek at, and then there's not a ton down below that jumps out right away. Like Brad Miller at thirty one, if you need some value versus Charlie Morton. If somehow Matt Adams cracks the lineup, he's three K, but I don't want to target Flaherty for the most part. Uh, Vogelbach is only twenty six, but it's Rogers. So I'm not looking to attack Rogers. Like Mount Castles down here. There's a few others, but not too in love with the super value at first base tonight. Second base position, you know, you got Ryan McMahon if you want to pit, but I'd rather Eduardo Escobar if I'm paying up a 53 versus Peterson, uh, Whit Merrifield if you want to attack Rodon. It's like I love what Rodon's doing. I love the velocity increases, all that great stuff. But it feels like it feels like we're gonna get one of those Rodon starts where it just doesn't happen. And the the, the Royals' offense outside of just a weird day on Thursday is swinging it pretty well. So if you want to be contrarian, what merit for the 51 with the, a Royal stack is healthy, healthy in play. Solak's 49 versus Flexen. Keep him in mind if you're stacking Texas. Albies is only 47 versus Eflin. Not a bad value in his situation. Ty France, I'll keep going to that well at 42. Marcus Simeon had a big week in Oakland. He's 4K versus Arquite. Um, A few others down here. It's kind of a... A bleak section down here. Maybe Johnny VR gets a start at 3,500. Cronenworth's only 35 if you need to go that direction. More so in tournaments. I mean in cash, not tournaments. Brosu in tournaments is 33 versus Manaya. He's having an overall bad season. But we do know how he likes himself from lefties. So keep him in mind if you want to get a little different. Uh, Madrigal on cash at 3K. I don't, help, I don't hate against Keller, especially because he. I wouldn't be shocked if he's hitting towards the top of the order. With Lou Bob out. So keep him in mind versus Keller at 3,000 as someone to, to target. And then Andy Abani is at Texas. If he cracks the lineup against Flex and he's only 2,600, not a bad value that I don't mind on this slate. Third base position Justin Turner is always intriguing, but I'm not paying 6,100 tonight for him. But Escobar at 53. Love Devers at 53 versus Harvey if that game plays. That's a phenomenal price point. The fact he is the fifth highest paid, or tied for fourth, is crazy because he's probably got the best matchup out of the top five. So Devers at 53, I'll jump on that one. Bregman at 48, not bad. He's heating up a ton. Good matchup for Stripling. If you're not using faulty, Kyle Seeger's up to 48. It's just a steep price. I like him when he's like 42 or 43, 48s asking for quite a bit like that's like you're in Bregman territory or Arenado at 47 who's swinging it very well, or even Yohan Moncada in a phenomenal matchup versus Keller. Yohan Moncada has great career numbers versus Keller. He's in there at 4,700. So you can, you can go that route over the others, Um, Austin Riley. But if you're, if you're not going to go spend up, you want to save a little bit of cash. Hyper Condelario is 3,900 bucks for Shoemaker. I love a cheap Condelario scope Grossman stack. See the rest of the lineup and see what you got, but those three right there, like even if it's a one-two of just um, Goodrum and uh, Candelario, that's fine too. Candelario is thirty-nine hundred bucks, swinging it very, very well. is um, we in a tournament, I could see at thirty-six, but I'd rather go Hunter Dozier at thirty-five or Rodon if I'm going tournament hunting down here. Uh, I mentioned Brosu, Longoria, if he's back to lineup, he's thirty-two versus Snell and got some nice GPP value at thirty-two. Brian Anderson, only 3K for Sutter. That's got cash game appeal with GPP upside. Since he's returned from the IL, um, he's hit safely in all three games with a home run. He's got 5, 5, and 22 points in those three games. He's 3000 bucks for Sutter in the bull, but that's a very good cash game value if you're paying up and just want to punt the position. You don't have to punt the position, but if you want to, it's a very, very good spot. And then keep an eye on the Yankees lineup because um, whatchamacallit, uh, Urshilla left with an injury. On Thursday, could be missing time on Friday and the weekend. Could get some value Yankees in a good matchup versus Patrick Corbin. Short stop position, uh, Timmy Anderson at 57 at the top of the order versus Keller, all aboard that. That is phenomenal, phenomenal value. Bogarts at 54. I'll keep going back to that well over and over again, especially against Matt Harvey. Uh, Boba Shett at 52 is not too bad. Uh, but going below the 5K, got IKF at 48 if you're stacking up Toronto- um, Texas. Glaber Torres is at 46. He's hitting it really well. It's just not all coming together. But, man, he's hit safely in eight of his last 10 games. He's putting up like seven-plus points most games. Just can't find the bleachers. But another good spot here against Patrick Corbin at 4600 bucks. Really good price point for Glaber Torres. Josh Rojas is hitting everything for Arizona right now. His outfield shortstop eligible at 4300 bucks. Intriguing tournament play. But there's Nico Goodrum, $4,100. I mentioned Candelario, Goodrum, Grossman. Nice little three-man stack. In their situation, uh, below 4K, though, like usual, it gets a little bleak, little, little bleak uh, at the position. Nothing I'm really running to play. There's obviously more options here, but, like, maybe. Um, no, I don't even want to do that, but I'm going to say it. Willie, um, Willie Adamas at 27 versus Manaya That'd probably be my cheap play. If I need a cheap play, it's Willie Adamas versus Manaya All right, outfield, 14 games late, loaded. We just know it's coming. Loaded, loaded, loaded. Buxton's day-to-day, he left with a, like a, a quarter, a hamstring deal, so keep an eye on that. Harper should be back from his wrist injury, but you got Acuna, Trout, J.D. Martinez versus Harvey, uh, Nelly Cruz versus a lefty. Like, these are all just great plays, but we're we'll probably going to save some cash. Like Stanton at 51 like quite a bit versus uh, Corbin. Stanton's just crushing everything right now, which is just pretty darn ridiculous. He's homered in three straight games. He's put up 16, 30, 29, 3, 15, 9, 13, 17, 9 in his last nine games. The dude is just crushing everything. 51 versus Corbin's a really, really good play. All right. Uh, Ramon Laureano in a tournament at 49. I can jump on that chain. Aaron Judge, 47. I I prefer Stanton over Judge pretty much every night, but Judge is no slouch either. He's still getting the job done. Uh, A little cold here of late, but he was crushing it before this last three-game series against Houston, so 47 against Corbin can get you right back on track with Aaron Judge. Um, Jesse Winker only 46 versus Plesak. I like that quite a bit. like I respect Plesak, but Plesak still walks, guys, still gets hit. Winker is straight fire leading off. So good, good value with Winker at 46 versus Plesak. Uh, you got Pollock who's hitting it really well, but a Rosarena versus Minaya at 45. No problem going back to the Rays on Friday. Uh, Brantley at 44 jordan alvarez double donged off cole he's forty four hundred bucks for stripling maybe that's where he needs to get going i don't know but he's hit safely in four straight games with multi-hit games and three of four so maybe he's going to start getting that that train rolling for jordan alvarez at forty four hundred bucks so keep him in mind and in your lineups could be a really really good spot there at only 44 mention josh rojas at 43 alex Verdugo's only 43 that's a great play versus harvey if that game plays Mark Canna went deep on Friday, so keep him in mind. But like Mitch Hanniger at 43, Cedric Mullins at 42 is a really solid play if he cracks the lineup. Uh, going to 4K and below now, though, Adam Duvall versus a lefty. He went deep on Thursday, another good GPP-type play. Marlins are a good GPP lineup for sure on Friday. Uh, Josh Naylor's hitting everything right now. It is a lefty-lefty matchup, but Miley actually has reverse splits, so keep that in mind at 3800 bucks. Teoscar Hernandez only thirty seven. I can get aboard that train. Kyle Lewis, thirty seven hundred bucks, but swinging it interesting, interestingly, I should say. If you want to get weird in a tournament, you can go there. I'm not running to play Kyle Lewis just yet, but something to think about. I'd rather have Joey Gallo at thirty seven personally, or Garrett Cooper at thirty six. But I thought I'd mention Kyle Lewis. If you're getting, if you feel like stacking against faulty, Lewis should somehow be in there. A few more down here. Uh, Adelise Garcia, thirty six hundred bucks. Willie Calhoun at thirty six leading off. Both could plays Lokane at 35. Not really looking to target Rodgers with Lokane. Um, I'd rather go for a little bit more value, like Randall Gritchik at only 35. Mitch Robbie Grossman, he's there at 34. So there's some good value. As usual, in the outfield, Austin Hayes with the game plays is only 33. That's a good look for him. Uh Kyle Schwarber's only 32 Hundo. That's a phenomenal spot. He's struggling. Not going to deny that. But a guy with the upside he has in a tournament at 32, I wouldn't play him in cash. But in a tournament, thirty-two hundred bucks, I, I can get aboard that. A Jorge Soler in tournaments at thirty-two. I mentioned Brad Miller earlier. Uh, Lourdes Guerrero stinks right now. But Kyle Tucker's only thirty-one. Man, he's got to get it going. He's too good to slump like this. Really too good to slump. Uh, a couple walks, a couple runs scored on Thursday. Maybe that gets him going. I don't know. He's way better than the way he's playing. So enjoy the value. Danny Margot at 31 is a very, very strong value. Um, Avis at RC at only 3 It is Rodgers, but it's a good price point. Clint Frazier went deep on Thursday. If you want a cheap piece of the New York stack, Clint is only $3,000. So that's a good look in your Yankee stack. I probably have more than popular Yankee stack. You got Austin Slater as a value down here. Maybe Andrew Vaughn at $2,800 could be a nice value in a very, very good matchup. Tyler O'Neill's only $28 versus Domber. Uh, Yadiel Hernandez, my boy, probably hitting second versus Tyon. He's only 27 hundo. He's like 23 on Fandle. He's a very, very good value. Yadiel Hernandez will be a very popular cash play for myself. I got Darren Ruff at 25 versus Snell. And a few others will be down here when we see some lineups maybe stand out. Like Franchi Cordero, Kiki Hernandez left the game with a hamstring injury on Thursday. Franchi came in and filled in. He's only 23 on DraftKings if he cracks that lineup. Let's recap the pitching on this 14 game slate. You got Rodon at top at 10. I'd rather have Flaherty at 94 as my high priced option. Gallon at 89 is not a too bad of a play, especially in cash. But I'll have Rogers at 88. Flaherty Rogers is my my cash combo, and I'll use them in GPPs also. But that's my cash combo, Flaherty and Rogers. You could go to Tayon if you want, but Disco at 60 76. You have uh, Fulte at 68 and Gomber at 62 like those three for values to match up with like a Rodgers and a Flaherty and maybe a Rodon sprinkled in here and there. When you're stacking up on this slate, Miami is a good GPP stack against Suter and company. Love the White Sox. That's a biggie. Love the White Sox. Don't mind the St. Louis stack versus Gomber. I like Gomber as a cheap value play, but I don't hate St. Louis either. Love the Detroit stack. Really like Boston if that game plays. Love the Yankees versus Corbin. Going to keep doing that one. And then other than that, it's like Houston versus Stripling looks pretty darn good. Texas versus Flexin, good for value. Not really running to do a whole lot more. Uh, maybe Cincinnati if you want, if you want to get weird, but uh, not too much more in those respects. All right, everybody, that'll wrap us up on a Friday 14-game slate. Again, if you have any questions, hit me up on Twitter at bdentric. Come join the Fantasy TG and Slack chat. It's free. Just give me your email address. We'll take care of you there. Go see my written DFS content over at rotoballer.com. Rate and review the podcast on iTunes, MLB, DFS, Quick Hits. And if you'd rather watch it, go to the Rotobar YouTube channel. Check all the goodies out there. For your season-long players, go check out Bench with Bubba. Two great episodes this week, Bubba the Bat Flip, episode 82. And Steve Gardner of USA Today joined me on Thursday for episode 368. Also, every Sunday morning now, I'm going to be doing the waiver wire outfield column. started that last week, so keep an eye on that as well. But everybody, I hope you have a great weekend, great Mother's Day weekend. Go hug your moms. Go uh, say a prayer to your moms if they've passed. Go enjoy your moms, because if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be here. So have a great weekend. Be back with you on Monday. This is MLB DFS Quickets, your Monday, or your Friday, May 7th edition. I'm out.